Very good. We're gonna have a good broadcast today. Good. And <laughs> my African voice. Hey, I'm dead. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy GQ the Move. You already know. Back at it again with another podcast for your ass. Good. And you can go ahead and introduce yourself, moms. Hey, this is Miss Yes Bling. How you guys doing today? Because I'm doing very good. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, very good. Very good. So for y'all that have not met my mom, I am now introducing her on my podcast. Uh, She has been introduced on my TikTok. I'm sure you guys have seen me. Posting some of her um, products that she hand makes herself on my Instagram. And I think I've shared it on my TikTok as well, too, when we go uh, live sometimes. So because it is Black History Month, y'all go ahead and follow my black business owner, which is also my mom. And you can tell them your information. Yes, my information is Miss Years underscore bling Mm -hmm. you spell it m-s-y-e-a-h-s underscore b-l-i-n-g and that's on instagram y'all so go ahead get that pen and paper write it down type it in do the whole number you know do a whirlwind while you at it too (laughs) yes but now, y'all, I have my mom here on here today because uh, a couple days ago she brought up a really good topic, and I thought that we should share it with you guys, and this will also uh, help enlighten some of you guys with, you know, with your parents. Maybe you can share it with your parents, or you can share it with a loved one that is close to you, because I think the topic that we're about to have right now is very important, and it's something that. I think that we all should open our eyes up to to understand the other side, to understand what the dynamic of this relationship can be and how we can be better together to be strong. Um, So the conversation that we were having, uh, we were talking and just, you know, having regular conversation. And uh, she was like, you know. I'm like, she is if she's not here. My mom. <laughs> my, I'm so used to doing it by myself. Y'all know that. Um, so she is also my first guest as well. So go ahead. Let's go ahead and clap it in. Clap it in. Clap welcome. In. Welcome. Yes. Miss Yes Bling. I'm here to stay. Yay. She's also my first guest on my podcast. But the, the conversation uh, that was at hand, we were talking about... Um, being a supportive uh, family member and or friend and what it's like living on the opposite side of the fence and also being supportive of someone that is in the LGBT. And what I mean by that is, you know, we come out uh, saying that either we're gay, lesbian, trans, or whatever the umbrella that you're under um, and telling a a family member and or friend and them being supportive, which is a great thing. Um, but one thing that I didn't realize that my mom made me um, pay attention to is that they also have to go through something too. Um, we're all you know, going through this together and you have a support system, um, but you also have to show support to them as well and let them know like, you know, hey, we, we got each other. Um, because you never know what that person is dealing with on the other side that is having your back 
being a support system and um, just being there for you. So, um, Ma, you go ahead, you know, because sometimes y'all know me, I get talking to circus, I be having too many drinks. So, <laughs> I ain't gonna do too much. I'm gonna get some water real quick. Okay, so while he's getting some water or some juice or whatever his thirst may quench him to drink. So I was letting him know that as a parent, the parents do go through things like how some of the, you know, the women and the guys, y'all get teased and treated differently because you're gay or bisexual, transsexual or whatever sexual it is. Okay. (laughs) That's just me. I'm going to love you regardless. I don't care if you frog sexual. <laughs> I'm going to still love you. You my child. I'm going to love you. And if he love and embrace you, so am I. Mm-hmm. I leave no one out. So for that, I'm going to let you guys know. When y'all, you know, feeling like y'all mom and dad and stuff like that don't have you guys backs. A lot of times they really do. It's just that they dealing with their own demons far as people that they work with or family members. Oh, you're going to let your child be gay. Mm-hmm. You're just going to just embrace your child of being gay. Excuse me, but not excuse me. Yes, bitch. Yes, the <laughs> fuck I am. Because that's my child. <laughs> I was in labor and carried this child for nine months, okay? Mm. I couldn't sleep because <laughs> I had to sleep on the couch with my leg up for nine months. <laughs> so, yes, I am going to support my child yeah. in anything that he or she do, okay? Mm-hmm. But y'all have to realize the parents do go through, you know, a whole lot of stuff that y'all go through, too. But I am the parent that if you come to me and you talk <laughs> raggly about my child, you're going to end up in the hospital or in the morgue because that's something that I do not play with. I don't care if my Here. child is gay, straight, upside down, with twisted around, <laughs> mind your business, Okay. That's what you need to do. If you don't have anything positive to say to me, don't don't say say nothing nothing at all all. Mm -hmm. for your life. Don't say nothing at all. And for your appearance, (laughs) don't say nothing at all. Because once again, the parents do go through things. And some parents, some parents be idiots. They just, they worry about, Oh, well, my co-worker's going to think that I'm a bad parent. Fuck your co-workers. Your co-worker's probably gay, too. (laughs) They probably got gay family members and everything that they dealing with, and they just upset. But when you embrace your child and your child embrace you back Mm -hmm. and the community see how you embrace your child... Oh, my God. You're going to see the sunlight. So, if any of you guys just listening to my son's podcast, let your parents or someone that you love 
let them listen to this because this is an eye opener. You know, I had to have, I had to have a little eye opener myself because I was a little mentally disturbed when it first (laughs) happened. You know, I'm not even gonna play with y'all. I'm gonna let y'all know I was a little mentally disturbed. You know, how was it? Like when I when I first came out and I told you that I was trans. Like, how did you feel? That I wanted to transition. Like, how did you feel? I mean, at that time, I already accepted you as being gay, so I was on board. I'm like, shit, you want to be trans and, you know, be a man? Let's get it. Let's go. Shit. I'm at the hospital sleeping all over the furniture all hours of the night. When I was getting my top surgery. Yes. Peeking out the window, making sure they not tore my car. (laughs) And then had to run downstairs and go move my car. Because it was time for the street to open up for business. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. Speaking of that, it, it, I'm going to give y'all a little story time about me uh, having my top surgery done. And with um, having your top surgery done, sometimes you may get a, um, what is called a keyhole, where they pull the breast tissue out uh, from the nipple or however they do that. Don't get me mixed and screwed because I don't know the proper terms. Y'all know that. I ain't got time for them to get up. But um, <laughs> no, I'm not ghetto for Y'all know. Um, but with me, I had a double incision, so which means it leaves me scars um, underneath where my breast used to be. And that's where they take the breast tissue from and also do a nipple graft to, for my um, chest to present male, whatever. So I went and I'm um, waiting to have my surgery done. Matter of fact, it was like really cold in there. I went to, what was it? It was George Washington, right? GW. Yeah, it was GW uh, Hospital here in Washington, D.C. That's where I went. And it was like really cold in there. So I remember I was like really nervous, but I was also happy at the same time. Like... And um, before I was about to go under so I could have my procedure done, um, I remember my mom or whatever, she like, y'all better take care of my baby. Y'all better take care of my son because I got a Jew lawyer. He is not motherfucking playing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he's on speed dial. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So um, when I came out of surgery, I felt uh, really good. I was a little sore. And I remember they had my chest wrapped up, uh, basically like uh, with an ace bandage. And I was, of course, still laying down. They was pushing me uh, from one room to another. And I remember, um, what was it? It was the left side of my chest. It was hurting like really, really bad. And I thought maybe it was because I was just, you know, coming out of surgery. But when I looked down, I noticed that, like, my my chest was, like, blowing up. Like, it, it, it almost looked like a balloon. Like, it was so big. And I was, like, terrified because my mom, she had just left. Like, she had just left. Like, she seen me coming out and everything. And I was fine. I was good. And they was basically telling me, like, you know, um, I may have to stay overnight. Well, of course, I have to stay overnight because they have to watch you, whatever. And I, you know, remember her just leaving and I'm just like, I'm like, no, I need to call my mom. I need to call my mom. I need to call my mom. And they're like, no, you're going to be okay. I'm like, no, I want to call my mom. Like, it was so funny. It was like a movie for real. Because I'm like going down this bright old hallway. I'm laying down. I can barely really talk. I'm like kind of slobbing a little bit. I want my mom. <laughs> like, yeah, I call my mom. And they're like, no, you're going to be good. And I remember, like, uh, before I went under the anesthesia, they had, you know, like, the mask or whatever on my face. And I'm literally, like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to stay up. I ain't about to go. I ain't dying. I ain't dying. Like, I ain't going to sleep. I ain't going to sleep. I kept doing that. And I wound up waking up and everything, you know, felt better. And I wound up um, 
being fully functional. I didn't really have to take any pills, no pain pills, no medicine, no nothing. Um, the only thing that I really did take was the stool softeners. I definitely needed that. And I'm still a little, you know, constipated every now and then, but that's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> you just but, made it their business. But yeah, um, it's always good to know that you have a parent that is really supportive of you. Um, especially uh, nowadays or even back then because you have everybody on the outside like against you and for you to come somewhere that's supposed to be home or you're supposed to feel safe and not have that there either um, some people they turn to suicide or you know they find family elsewhere uh, which is a good thing but it's also unfortunate you know for some of us who may not be able to find that or even know another trans person that you can um, relate to. So um, being able to have my mom, I feel good. I, I really do. I feel good. I feel thankful. I'm glad that you are here. Yes. And I keep talking like she's the third person, like she's not sitting right beside me. I'm and she's here. right here. And I'm working. Um, but a lot of people are like, oh, you're a mama's boy. And I am. Yeah. And I'm going to stay that way. And you can't tell me nothing. Cause we sitting close, like I wasn't even in her womb, like how I was in her womb. I'm like right there. You yes. hear me? <laughs> I'm right there, and she right here. She always got my back, and I'm just glad to be able to have a parent that um, supports me all across the board, no matter what. And you know how sometimes you'll have those parents where um, they'll call you, um, you know, the pronoun that you prefer. Um, when they in your face and, you know, when they not around, you're like, oh, yeah, girl, she and that. Like, I've never heard my mom do that. Um, she's always on defense. Somebody say she. She's like, who? I'll who? I'll be like, what? <laughs> I'll be like, uh, who you talking about? You say what? Yeah, and it's, it's like, you know, family members or like, you know, old friends that haven't been around you in a long time. And that's what they, um, you know, remember you as. So, you know, I get it. You know, I understand um, but it's a respect level that just can't be crossed. You know, you see what you see. It is what it is. And if my mom can be the one that has birthed me, you know, and she can do that, then I just, I don't hold no regard to nobody else. I just don't. Neither do I. I don't. I don't feel not, no nothing <laughs> at all. Uh, when my grandmother, when she was here, she was the only person... Um, that had a soft spot in my heart because that's my grandmother, you know? Um, and she didn't even, like, keep calling me that. You know, even my mom was like, that ain't that ain't his name. Stop calling him that. And I was like, ooh, all right. Yes. <laughs> Mama said what she said. Mama bears in the house. She's like, Ugh! For the life, <laughs> I protect my cubs any means necessary. I will fight the police if they mess with my babies. I'm going to jail for my babies. Do you understand? Exactly. I am an Aries, okay? I do not play. I am the beginning. <laughs> I'm a leader, and I will never be a follower ever, and neither with my kids or my grandkids. Exactly. So, Mar, tell them about a time uh, where you feel like you had to defend me, and I wasn't, and I wasn't there. When somebody was like, you know, hey. Uh, you know, why do you support your child, you know, being trans or being gay or whatever? Like, what was your response to that? Well, I had an associate, I will say, that actually, you know, 
she kind of pissed me off. I wanted to pull up on her for real, you know. But I was, you know, it was on a Sunday and I was trying to, you know, keep my little holy spirit together. But, you know, my son was telling me, you know, about a church for, you know, the gay people, the trans, stuff like that. And I was like, I would love to go there, you know, and just feel the vibe, you know. And when I'm telling this associate, you know, oh, why would you want to go to a church like that? God don't like this and God don't like that. And guess what? Her son gay is a fucking bubble fuck acorn. Twirling <laughs> around and doing all kinds of backwards flips and splits and all kinds of shit. And you wanted to say what to whom? Miss Thing. Okay. And now your son beating your face and making you look casket ready. Oh, uh, no. Okay. Okay, let me twirl on on that. So, my thing is, you need to watch what you say to other people when it comes down to their children. Because your child came out worse than mine. Okay? So, hello. And now you see how it is to be a mother that protects her child. Because I'm quite sure she would not allow me to talk bad about her child. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do your thing, baby. But I had to let her know. <laughs> don't play with me. And being so you played with me, God had to show you what was in the closet for a very long time. <laughs> Yes, and it came barking out yeah. all the way out, okay? I think the people that is the, the most judgmental, um, most of the time... Yes, they, they are. They are either gay themselves or they have been through some type of trauma. Not trauma. <laughs> trauma um, around it. Or someone in their family... Maybe that you know, you never know who's around you. Um, that's just like you know, I may be at work or whatever, and people you know, they don't know that I'm trans or that I identify as uh bi or whatever, and they'll have conversations around you know the trans topic or just the LGBT in general, and I'm sitting right there, and you don't even know. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, if I seen a, a, a gay person or if I seen a trans person, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I'm for like, for why? For what? And I'm, sitting, and I'm sitting right here and you don't even know. And that and that gives me an eye opening. And it also gives me a stage to stand on and, and use that as my platform, too. Like, hey, like, that's not cool. That's not right. I don't have to out myself to put myself at harm, but I'm going to still stand for what I know. You know, and even if I do have to put myself in a position, um, which I hope I would never have to do, if I have to put myself in a position to say like, hey, like, look, I'm trans too. So so now what? You feel the same way about me? You know, it it's the same. Like you, you can't say that you support me or you down for me, but you don't support other people that is just like me. It don't make sense. I don't care if you're a family member, friend, or if you're a co-worker. Like, it, it don't make sense. I don't support that. It's yeah. either you support us or you don't support us. Like, we all come as one. And I, I hate for somebody to ask me, is that a boy or a girl? 
I'd be like, are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> so I'm that type of mother that they know not to come and ask me nothing. They will hold their tongue for a very long time before they ask me anything. Because if they look like they want to ask me something like that, they already feel themselves getting beat up from a distance. Because I don't play that. Don't play with my babies here. Uh It could be God. Don't play with my babies, Jesus. (laughs) Don't play with my babies here. I know you got us here, but you're not going to play with my babies. You're supposed to protect us. And I'm doing my best, and I'm doing my job, and you do yours, and you make sure don't nothing happen. Period. Uh, okay? Period. Yes. In the name of Jesus, I'm coming. And when I get up there, I'm going to say, why you do that? Do you understand? <laughs> why did you do that? You can send me now, to hell. Why did you do that? You can send me to hell, because I know I'm going there after I finish tearing it up with you. <laughs> but why did you do that? Why did you let that happen? You know, but I'm the type of mom that I like to have fun with my kids and I like to embrace my kids on anything that they do. I like to uplift them. Like if they having a bad day at work, they call me, they're going to be laughing at work. Exactly. They're going to laugh all day. Okay. Either I'm gonna call my mom because I'm mad as I don't know what and I need to laugh, or I'm happy as I don't know what and I still need to laugh. Either way, if I call, I know I'm gonna laugh. I know I'm gonna laugh. It's been a couple times I'd have called and I'm like irritated. I'm so upset. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, mom, I'm trying to be mad. Come on, man. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck all that. Shit, I don't Too much got energy for that. For that. Yeah. So, like I said, it's always good to have somebody that's in your corner. Um, They support you all the way around the board. They support you. They got your back no matter what. So, to have a parent like that, I'm grateful. I hope other people out there are grateful, even if you're not in the LGBT and you have your mom or either your dad there to support you no matter what. You got somebody that you you need to keep in your life for the rest of your life. Well, they a part of your life. They made you... They, they made you have your life. So you ain't got no choice. Y'all in it for life. So so make it worth it. Definitely make it worth it. Keep those memories. Keep hope alive. Yeah, and if you ever feel like you <laughs> out there alone, feel free. You can inbox me. Inbox me. I will make you feel much better. Because it's, it's nothing like trying to take your life because somebody else don't like the life that you're living, you're giving them everything that they want. Not me. Huh. Like young dogs say, <laughs> when they mad, make them matter. And that's exactly what I do. I had them so mad. They be wanting to fight, but they know they can't, they can't fuck with me. <laughs> they know that. They know that. Even the men, they be like, mm-mm, I'm not messing with her. That lady crazy. I sure am. She definitely is. I sure crazy. am. <laughs> that little bird that come out the clock. Cuckoo, cuckoo. That's her. Exactly. <laughs> I'm cuckoo for cocoa puffs, and I don't even eat it. Okay. But y'all, we gonna go ahead. We gonna wrap it up. It's your boy GQ the Mood. You already know. I will see you guys in what another two weeks from now. 
Uh, honestly, I want to try to do this weekly and maybe go back to daily how I was before, but it's been a little hard. It's been a little rough. Trying to catch up on some things, but I have a lot in store for y'all. If you have not followed me on YouTube, I will leave the link below um, so you guys can follow me on YouTube. I have a lot of content that I'll be posting there, and y'all can look forward to seeing my mom on there pretty soon. I'll be doing some pranks. I also talk about <laughs> self-improvement, and you'll see other things like vlogs. You go with me to the store, just spending the day with me uh, on my channel. Uh, so if you guys want to follow my mom, which I think that you should, because let's not forget that Valentine's Day is coming up. And I wish y'all could see the earrings that she's making right now is beautiful. That's I was going to do a visual, but that would kind of spoil her teaser of what she's doing right now. Mm. So definitely follow her on Instagram, her name on Instagram. Yet again, if you haven't written it down, go ahead and get some pen and paper. I'll give you a second. One, two, three, four, five. Hopefully you got it on time. Uh, her name is Miss Yes Bling. So M S Y E A H S underscore B L I N G. Miss Yes underscore Bling. Y'all go ahead and follow her and be a part of the Bling team. And on that, Bling Bling, we out, baby. See you guys next time. Bye. Take care.